Good morning. Households have been hit with more interest rate pain, with the Reserve Bank raising rates for a record 10th consecutive time. The official rate is up another 0.25%, now sitting at an 11-year high of 3.6%. On the average $600,000 mortgage, that brings the total increase in payments to $1,200 a month or over $14,000 a year. Some relief could be on the way for borrowers, with the RBA signalling that inflation has likely peaked and it's likely there's only one more hike ahead. Airports around the country could be facing major disruptions today with workers who refuel Qantas planes in Melbourne walking off the job for 24 hours. Domestic and international flights are set to be impacted after the strike began at 4am. Qantas is going to great lengths to ensure passengers aren't affected, with an A380 flown into Melbourne Airport last night filled with fuel. It's understood this will act as a giant fuel tanker to fill up the smaller planes. Authorities flagging international flights are also prepared to stop in other major cities to refuel. The first report into the SeaWorld helicopter crash that took the lives of four people has exposed a breakdown in communication between the two pilots. Investigators revealed the surviving pilot and other pilots in the area never heard a critical radio call from the doomed helicopter. That call is mandatory in uncontrolled airspace to alert other aircraft to their position. It could take up to two years for the Australian Transport Safety Bureau to release its official findings and recommendations. Damning new documents show Victorian Premier Dan Andrews used secret research to gauge public opinion on his pandemic response. A series of documents obtained by News Corp reveals two focus groups were held during lockdowns asking respondents about his performance. The research company found Andrews largely maintained public support during the pandemic despite widespread scrutiny of his COVID response. Military experts who say Australia could be at war with China within three years have released a detailed account of how Beijing may approach a full-scale conflict. Let's go live to political reporter Jennifer Beshwati in Canberra for more detail. Good morning, Jen. They're likening it to Japan's strategy in World War II. Good morning, Jody. It's pretty unsettling reading in the newspapers this morning. Whilst the uh, major conflicts of recent times have been in faraway lands like uh, Afghanistan, Iraq and Ukraine, no longer can Australians feel safe because the likely next conflict will be in our region. A team of national security experts have warned that within hours of conflict breaking out in Taiwan, devastating cyber attacks from China would cripple our grid and, worse, Chinese missiles will begin bombing Australia, starting with the top end, which is what happened in World War II. Now, this is all just a prediction from those experts, but it's meant to start a debate over Australia's defence arrangements and boost capabilities should the worst eventuate. Now, in the face of all this, uh, Australia is preparing to finalise the $100 billion nuclear submarines deal. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese will travel to the United States next week to announce the contract alongside the AUKUS partners 
office. That's US President Joe Biden and UK Prime Minister Rishi Sunak. The details are highly classified, but we know that both the UK and US will be involved in some way. But first, Anthony Albanese is flying to India. Uh, he leaves today to meet with the uh, Indian PM Narendra Modi. As you can see there, of course, national security will be high, uh, <coughs> excuse me, high on the agenda um, in the context of conflict in the Indo-Pacific. India is, of course, a uh, important strategic partner. But one of the main reasons for that trip to, to India is to boost trade and investment between the two countries. Uh, but it won't be all business. Jody, uh, the two leaders, will take some time out to go and watch the cricket. I believe Anthony Albanese will be doing the coin toss at the fourth test between Australia and India. OK, Jen Beshwadi in Canberra, thank you. An investigation into Senator Lydia Thorpe's undisclosed relationship with an ex-Bikey boss has cleared her of contempt of Parliament. Thorpe was accused of dating Dean Martin while sitting on a parliamentary law enforcement committee. Investigators found she did not disclose any sensitive information to the former Rebels boss. Thorpe admitted to the relationship at the time but has now denied she ever dated Dean Martin. She says she was told by Greens party lawyers to give an inaccurate story. Soft plastic recycling bins could soon return to supermarkets with Coles, Woolworths and Aldi planning to reinstate the program by the end of the year. Failed recycling scheme Red Cycle collapsed in November after revelations 12,000 tonnes of plastic were being stockpiled and not recycled. Major supermarkets are now working together to relaunch the program on a pilot basis at certain stores in late 2023. But with limited domestic processing capabilities, the program may not return nationwide until 2025. Ed Sheeran's whirlwind Australian tour has stunned crowds in Adelaide overnight. 65,000 people turning out to catch the show. Sheeran also put on a private show for those too sick to be there at the Women and Children's Hospital. On Sunday, he will perform to 75,000 people at Optus Stadium in Perth, smashing the state's attendance record. Checking Wednesday's weather now, partly cloudy in Brisbane, heading for a top of 32 degrees. Sunny and 31 in Sydney, partly cloudy, a top of just 21 in Canberra. An early shower or two, 18 degrees the top in Melbourne, a shower or two, 16 in Hobart. A morning shower or two in Adelaide, 20 degrees. A possible shower developing in Perth, a warm one, 35. And a shower or two and a possible storm, 31 degrees in Darwin.